Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ohio State Sport Management Association YouTube channel for our alumni interview series. Today, Hannah and I are here with Maddie McIntyre, who is the director of the Eugene B. Smith Leadership Institute, and McKenna Lynch, the manager of leadership analytics, for also in the Eugene B. Smith Leadership Institute. Thank you both for being here, and how are both of you today? Doing awesome. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're good. Thanks. All right, we're going to start this off by, uh, could you both give a brief description of your career journey so far and how did you end up where you are today? You want me to go first, McKenna? Sure. <laughs> I don't want to hop on your toes. Um, I, we actually had really similar journeys, which is really fun. One of the reasons why we love working together so much, but um, I grew up in San Diego, ended up coming out to Ohio State to play softball. I finished my career in 2016, went overseas and played on the Italian national team for a little bit and actually started in development at Ohio State. So I worked with our donors to help raise money for capital projects, scholarship endowments, and individual sport fundraising. And while I was doing that, we started working with uh, a gentleman from Columbus and his wife, and they had a vision for giving opportunities, the same opportunities the football team has through Real Life, Real Life Wednesdays to all of our student athletes and really kind of pose the question, what, what do we offer in terms of programming for life after sports? And so two years ago, the Leadership Institute was created. Um, McKenna and I have really been working with it kind of from, from day one with Carrie Fagan and, and Jean. So it's really been a, a group effort. We're now a team of five. Uh, five staff. So we've really had the opportunity to grow. Our programs are changing. And, and um, I guess in terms of day to day, when you ask about my career, I, I manage the external side of the Leadership Institute. So whenever we're partnering with companies, when we're connecting seniors with jobs or an underclassmen with internships, that's really my primary role. Yeah, and like Maddie mentioned, um, my career journey has been very similar to Maddie's, um, which has been really fun for the two of us to grow together. We actually started as interns um, in one of our programs that we now oversee, the Bucks Go Pro program. Um, and we always joke about it. We were literally sharing a computer when we first started. So we were like, Maddie, you take the left half of the keyboard, I'll take the right. Um, and then from there, we were able to grow together. So um, after I interned for a couple of years, I worked in our camps office. Um, so we have about 15,000 campers come to Ohio State at 200 camps a year. So I um, helped to really do customer service side of that, um, and then transition into my current role. So now I oversee, um, like you said, the leadership analytics, which is essentially the tracking um, and our real life app and things like that. Thank you guys. It's pretty awesome to hear how you guys like came up together and now are you know, working together now. Um, why did both of you choose Ohio State? I, I loved it. I mean, for me, growing up in San Diego, there's not really a camaraderie in California, really around any teams. Um, you're seeing declines at UCLA and USC in terms of attendance and pro sports are leaving, especially San Diego. And so when I came to Columbus and saw the Buckeye flags and license plates and the tailgating, I just I fell in love with um, the way the entire state loves and supports the university. So it was a no brainer for me. I was born and raised in Ohio. Um, so for me, it was a pretty My sister went here. Um, I looked at a couple other schools across the country, and I knew that Ohio State was the right fit for me. Um, there were some other schools that may have been a better fit athletically, but I knew that Ohio State would give me the academic um, and other opportunities that I was looking for in school. Doctor. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So you guys um, have a similar career path. Um, 
and things you're doing right now. So I guess we want to know what the highlight of your career has been so far. Like Maddie, you went overseas and McKenna growing up in Ohio, like having those ties to Columbus. Um, yeah. What would you say is the highlight of your career so far? Student athlete career or whatever you choose. I guess you could say um, student athlete and professional. Got it. Okay. I, when I was reading some of these questions at the beginning, prepping for this, I wasn't sure if some of them were our student athlete experience or career, but I would just say that the highlight of my, my time with the Buckeyes is just being able to start the Leadership Institute. I mean, we had a lot of programs operating independently of each other, and we really had the chance to evaluate all of those programs, which ones work well, which ones don't. Um, what needs to be changing constantly, like with COVID, we went, we turned our Buckeye Futures program into a podcast. And so just the opportunity to work with the seniors when they text you that they finally got a job, it's, it's really, really cool to see the impact. And I think, you know, McKenna and I were lucky. We were not some of the alum that say we had nothing. You know, we were Buckscope Pro interns and we were a part of the leadership. I was a part of the Wilson Leadership Academy when McKenna was helping start it. And so it's really cool to kind of say that we went through the programs and now we're helping enhance them and grow them for the current student athletes. So that's been my favorite part so far. Uh, and very similarly, I would say that my favorite part is being able to pay it forward. Um, so seeing those athletes learn and grow and figure out what they want to do. Um, you know, they might change their mind five or six times before they settle on a career, but once they finally get one, um, it's really exciting to see them enter the workforce and flourish. Um, and then being able to pay it forward with the programs that we were in. So um, helping to run Busco Pro last year and seeing someone like Gavin um, who came in and then eight weeks later, you know, they're like professionals. Um, so watching them kind of grow and develop um, individually and professionally has been really exciting. That's great. Yeah, I kind of saw it from the ground up and being able to have an impact is great. Um, so going to undergrad Ohio State and then your master's and then McKenna on to your PhD. Um, can you talk about your times um, during those programs? Yeah, so um, when I came to Ohio State, I didn't think I was going to be a student for nine years. Um, I had planned on four, um, but I came in 2011 in the fall and just finished up last month. Um, so I think it was kind of unique. Um, I came in knowing that I wanted to do business, but I thought I was going to go into like a Fortune 500 company. Um, so I had no intention of going into athletics. Um, but once I got that internship in Bucks Go Pro, I really realized that I had a passion for sport administration. Um, so decided to go into the master's program in sport management. Um, and then once I graduated, I realized that I think there are some gaps between um, literature and practice. There's a ton of professors doing research on sport management, but not a lot of people that are also putting those, um, that research into practice. Um, so I kind of wanted to bridge that gap, which is why I decided to go on for my PhD. Um, and now here I am, nine years later. <laughs> well, congrats on that, that's huge. Thanks. Um, you want me to share mine too? Yes. Yeah. Your time as an undergrad student and um, a master's student at Ohio State. Got it. Yeah. So my story is a little different than McKenna's. I wasn't, um, I didn't really have a moment where I really wanted to be in athletics. That's not why I went to the sport management program. I was, I got hurt my junior year playing and really relatively late in my, and during that season. So I was on pace to graduate and they told me that at the time that was the one year master's program and I had no idea that I would fall in love with it the way I did and obviously ultimately now I have a career um, in athletics so it, it worked out but I loved the people I met uh, I thought it was such a great hands-on degree from being able to do um, the event with the Clippers and the marketing project with the Blue Jackets I loved how hands-on it was and you were able to really get a good 
you know, McKenna and I use those experiences all the time with, with our current student athletes and telling them how some of these different entities work. And uh, I took a little bit of a different, uh, different path than McKenna. I, I just finished my MBA. When you said nine years, I was like, we were in school, me? I think my dad was toasting at our graduation dinner and he was like, I never would have thought you would have gotten a master's, let alone an MBA. And I was getting hesitant. He was going to say like an undergrad degree. So I was like, let's just cut the toast. Um, but yeah, so I, I took a little bit of a different route just to learn um, a little bit more about all, all business aspects. I think I was looking for something a little more general, whereas McKenna knew kind of, she knows her focus and she always has. And so she was able to do kind of a deep dive on that topic. Thank you guys for that. You guys both talked about uh, a little bit about your time in the sport management program. Maybe talk a little bit more about it. And if you guys have any favorite memories you want to talk about. Yeah, I think my favorite memory was um, the silent auction. So we did a class project where all semester long, we worked on putting together this event um, to raise money for the next class to do professional development. Um, and so all semester we worked on this, this project and then we were able to see it come to life at the end with an event um, at the Clippers game. Um, so that was probably my favorite memory from the program itself, just being able to come together and work with my classmates in that way um, and get some really hands-on experience that I still use literally every time we put on an event, um, I reflect back on that. So that was huge for me professionally too. Um, but I think my favorite part of the program as a whole is the flexibility. So all the classes were on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which meant that Monday, Wednesday, Friday were available um, for me to work in an internship. So that's where I really got my um, did a deep dive into some of my internships that I really liked. Um, so I was able to work with our sport administrators and our marketing department um, to figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized that I hated marketing, <laughs> um, that that wasn't the right path for me. So it kind of helped to steer me to where I am today um, by finding out both what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah, Gavin, I think I kind of already answered your question a bit, and I would just echo what McKenna said. We talk about all the time our experience with the Columbus Clippers, our experience, which was a silent auction, and our experience marketing a Columbus Blue Jackets game. So I just really loved every opportunity we got to have hands-on experiences with the Clippers. We obviously got to do site visits ahead of time and see all their facilities and how they utilize them and what they can use them for uh, when they're hosting an event like bachelorette parties I had no idea that that would be the number one reason why their suites get full um so I just really like anytime you can take a degree and make it hands-on to directly impact your career I think it's so valuable and the sports management program does a great job doing that perfect thank you guys for that um talk about your transition for being college athletes and then transitioning into the real world um yeah so I think for me, um, and maybe for Maddie too, I don't know. Um, the part that was unique for me was that when I was done swimming, um, you know, I was losing that support system of being surrounded by my teammates every day, which I think is what makes it hard for a lot of athletes to transition into the workforce. Um, but I was very fortunate since I was staying around. Um, I actually graduated um, in three years. So my fourth year, all of my teammates, my incoming class that I came in with was still there. Um, so when I was transitioning into, you know, having an internship and going to work every day and things like that, I still had that same support system around me. Uh, which I think really helped me in starting to take that next step. Um, so for me, it was a little bit more of a gradual transition than I think it is for a lot of people where they have to like rip off the bandaid and one day they're a student athlete and the next they're a working professional. Um, so I think I was really fortunate in that, that side of things, but having that support system around me um, to kind of help me through that transition really helped to guide me along the way. I pretty much fake like I'm still an athlete every day. So I haven't transitioned in my mind. Um, but no, I, I think I was really fortunate too. So a little bit different than McKenna, but like I told you guys, I got my master's while I played my fifth year 
And while I was getting my master's, I was interning with the development staff. And so I knew in January of that, of my last semester, that I was going to start working with them full time when I got back from Italy. And so I was really kind of already starting to do my job. So I feel like I, I it was a really, I don't want to say easy transition because it wasn't easy, but I was able to start figuring out what I was doing while I was still getting to play. And then I got to work for a month and then I went overseas and played in Italy. So I kind of really eased into my career. Um, and I just think that there's so much value to still, to still being active. You know, McKenna's the research person, so she could probably give you stats, but I think just getting up and, and the aspect of working out and staying close to our student athletes, the energy it gives you, the motivation it gives you is, is something special. So McKenna makes fun of me, but I still, I, I fake it every day. And I tell our student athletes that too. To clarify, Maddie's on the all world Ironman team. So she is still an athlete. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Driving for you, Maddie. <laughs> um, so both of you guys' roles is great and very rewarding, but can you guys talk about the challenges and your roles and kind of how you overcome those? Yeah, they're, they're pretty similar for both of us. I mean, we literally work together virtually every day. I think a hard thing, I guess I'll speak more specific to my role um, so we're not working off each other, but a hard thing for us to do is get employers to understand the flexibility that our student athletes need. So like I was telling you guys earlier, it's my job to be external. And so when I'm going out to meet with companies in Columbus or LA or Austin or New York, getting them to understand, especially those that are out of state, the time a student athlete devotes to their sport into classes in the summer is a really hard thing to get them to understand. And the fact that, you know, you can't necessarily complete a 12-week full-time internship. Can you complete an eight-week one? Absolutely. Full-time? Absolutely. But can you do that for 12 weeks? Probably not to start at the same time as a normal intern class is coming in. So I think just being able to articulate why we need flexibility and it's not, it's not any loopholes that we're trying to get through. It's just simply our student athletes are in six to nine credit hours in the summer and they're expected to train. You guys both know, um, 15 to 20 hours as well. So just, just trying to articulate that in a way that doesn't come across as asking for, for something that, that seems to be us making it easier on a student athlete is something that can be difficult. And I think one of the challenges of my role, which is also one of my favorite parts of my role, um, is trying to anticipate what people need, right? So I report on a lot of our trends across time. So trying to figure out in year one, okay, what might I be reporting on in three years? Um, and trying to stay ahead of what people need. So being really proactive and um, trying to anticipate people's needs before they know that they need them. Um, like I try to, if Maddie needs something, I try to give it to her before she has to ask for it, right? So that's just kind of my mindset of, it's, it's really difficult to do, but it's also one of my favorite parts. It's like a daily challenge for me to stay on top of things um, and try to figure out what people might need in a week or a year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously we're on this video call, video call right now um, just because all the coronavirus and social distancing and things like that. So I just want to ask you, how has COVID-19 affected your jobs and how have you both worked um, around the new working situation? Yeah, I mean, I touched on Buckeye Futures a little bit. Our biggest focus is how is it impacting the student athletes um, uh, far more than how is it impacting us individually, but how can we change our program? So we touched on Buckeye Futures. We're doing Zoom calls with student athletes and other industry professionals. So just like we would normally bring them to the shoemaker, we're doing those consistently at five o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
And then, like I said, converting them into a podcast, it's been pretty cool. We've had student athletes in China and India and Europe listening to the podcast on the back end if they can't join because of time. And then we're just simultaneously, we're doing that with Bucks Go Pro as well. So during the eight week period, Bucks Go Pro would typically run, we're doing professional development that the student athletes in 1.0 and 2.0 were able to pick themselves. So this uh, Thursday, we have Insurance 101. We just finished our finance series, budgeting, investing, and credit. And similar to Bucks Go Pro, we actually opened those to all student athletes, um, but the Bucks Go Pro student athletes were able to pick them. And then those will be a podcast as well. So really just trying to adapt to the times. We're about to start prepping for a virtual career fair and what that might look like for our student athletes because we can't host them in person. So just changing. And that's been the best part. I think McKenna would agree about the Leadership Institute is, you know, when the the first gentleman and his wife invested, we had to agree that our, our programs would always change. So when you guys look at the Leadership Institute and the programs that we have, they should be different next May than they were this academic year. So just constantly evolving to what the student athletes needs, um, but everything virtual, just like you guys said. Yeah. Do you want me to go too? Yeah, that'd be good. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the benefits of COVID, um, which might be a unique perspective on it, is that it's really caused us to be creative um, and trying to be flexible and learn how to adapt. So um, we've had to be creative in reevaluating all of our programming and seeing if there are ways that we could do it virtually. Um, and some of those elements I think might stick with us even once we're allowed to have on-campus events, um, but really rethinking things and trying to figure out how we can be more efficient um, and still maximize our impact even if we can't be face-to-face. You guys have talked a lot about your careers and what you've done so far. Uh, who are some people who have made a big impact on you uh, throughout your professional careers? Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, the typical answer is when I saw this question, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sound like a broken record. But um, I would obviously have to say my parents. Um, my dad's much more of a driver. He's analytical. He's, he's relatively intense, which McKenna would probably say I, I resemble some of those qualities. And then um, my mom obviously has the empathetic side. So they've been a good balance for me growing up. But I think in terms of our office, I, I really love and have respected the way that Gene and Sheila and Dan Clorin and his wife kind of um, host everything together. So for, for both couples, it's um, just been something that's been inspiring to me as a young professional to see the way that the, the, those two couples, I mean, really work together. Like Sheila's involved in what we're doing in fundraising just as much as Aaron Clorin is involved in what we're doing. And so um, I just love them. I've been grateful the way that both of them have included me and, and helped me grow since I've been here. Yeah, um, I would also say, so Maddie and I both had the same first boss too. It was Janine Oman. Um, and I think she was a huge influence on both of us as well. So I remember sitting in her office and having our first performance reviews and going through and having her really teach us how to be a professional um, starting out and then watching the way that she is able to lead um, while being a mom and being, you know, a woman in leadership. Um, so being able to watch her and have her teach us as well um, has been really impactful and she's been a, a good role model too. I'll never forget that first meeting. I like had a planner out and she was like, no, not, this is not black and white. I'm going to give you a project. You have a deadline. Just do it. Like you don't, we're not checking in every day. Like, um, so that's a great point, McKenna. We, um, I was joking. I told her, um, we did a bike ride together on Saturday and she totally kicked my butt. And she, I was like, Janine, I literally hid my planner from you for the next eight weeks. Like I still had it, but it was hidden. Um, so anyways, that's a great one, McKenna. 
That's funny. Uh, you guys both talked about a little bit about the Gene Smith Leadership Institute. Uh, maybe go into a little bit more about that and how it's uh, impacted both of you guys. Yeah, I, I mean, it's been a huge part of our career, just learning how how to manage people, how to separate ourselves from the student athletes has been something that was a challenge for us at first. I mean, when, when I started running the day-to-day of the Institute, I was only about 18 months out of college. And so trying to sit down with a senior that is not that much younger than me and say, I'm going to help you with your career. Uh, I mean, that was a huge, it was huge in terms of just my growth. And I think obviously the leadership Institute, it wasn't called that, but the impact that Buxco Pro had on me changed my life. I mean, it, it helped me decide that I wanted to go into college athletics. It obviously gave McKenna and I an incredible mentor uh, friendships. I mean, we still talk to a lot of the Buxco Pro interns um, that were there. The Leadership Institute, um, I mean, sorry, the Wilson Leadership Academy, like Ryan Hunter's out, one of my good friends still. We talk a lot whenever I go to New York City for work, we meet up and he's starting his own um, company out there data and analytics and so i i mean it's it really has changed our life it sounds cheesy or, or i guess i'll speak for myself mckenna but um just in terms of what it's done with our career the impact that we're able to have on the student athletes and it's just such a joy to work because we can directly relate with the student athletes and that's been something important as the leadership institute has continued to grow when you look at kamani and melissa both of them are former athletes and that was something really important as we continue to expand is that the people that are sitting in front of our student athletes, when they're stressed and seniors and they're like, I haven't even thought about my career. We can at least look at them and say, we are the same way. I mean, I, I joke all the time. I was my first summer I coached my second summer. I worked for an engineering company. My third summer I worked bucks go pro. So college athletics. And then my fourth summer I got hesitant. I was like, I'm going to go work for a healthcare company. And so I'm like the epitome of having no idea. So when they sit down and I talk to them, I'm like, um it's just been it's been amazing I'm so grateful that we've been able to have this opportunity yeah I mean I agree with everything Maddie said um it's obviously changed my life as well I think probably my favorite part of working with the institute was being able to see it um be built from the ground up so I think we are really lucky of having at such a young young age as young professionals um having seen a department grow um so start from really its inception as you know, just an idea, um, and then being able to implement it and hit the ground running and be constantly improving um, and trying to grow it. So I think it was probably a really good experience for both of us. Maddie, I don't want to speak for you, but um, I think we both learned a lot. We made a ton of mistakes, um, but a lot of things we were able to learn from. Still make mistakes. What? Still make mistakes. Still make mistakes, yes. Um, But we've made a ton of mistakes over time that we're able to learn from and and make sure we fix moving forward. So um, I think it's just been a great experience for both of us to really see something grow from the ground up and to be a part of it. That's awesome. Um, So if you guys could talk about how the GSLI and how that has impacted both of you guys. Yeah, I would just kind of echo everything that both of us said before. I mean, the, the impact has been immense. I think when you look at our staff over, um, other universities, they don't have data and analytics people. And so we are so fortunate and so lucky that Gene was able to see some of these trends ahead of time. Um, You know, so in terms of impact, I would say more just how our staff has been able to impact the student athletes. So we're able to do personal outreach to the student athletes because 
of really what McKenna does, right? Creating the real life app and the way that she's able to think ahead. If she knows I'm going to meet with Chase Bank, I already know the 50 student athletes that want to go into finance before I go into that meeting. Um, and so I just think the impact really is, is on the student athletes and we're just so happy to be able to be a part of that. All righty. Um, and so we have a couple fun questions. So, um, being in Columbus for a while now, um, what is your favorite place to eat? Honestly, I was looking forward to this question more than any of the rest of them. So let's actually get going here. Um, listen, I need like more detail. Are we talking like okay. fast casual? Are we sitting down? Like what let's McKenna and I do really well is eat. So, <laughs> um, okay. So let's say favorite place in short North that's fast casual and then like a nice, like, Fan, not fancy, but like more upscale dinner. So fast, casual, and then more upscale. Okay, well, I'm speaking for McKenna and I. We frequent Forno. Like, we love Forno. <laughs> big Forno happy hour, folks. So if you're a student athlete and you're listening to this ever, don't come to their happy hour. Um, gosh, fast, casual in the short north. Yeah. What's that tea place we like? Well, we love Zencha, but Maddie, you love Brassica. Yeah, true. I don't go to the short north location, but Brassica is my favorite. I actually just went there two days ago. I do, I do a salad, light on the rice. I get the chicken with the baba. I mean, I can go into the whole, whole shebang. I always ask for extra veggies. I feel like they skimp on you a little bit. So their cauliflower is so good. Oh, I love it. Carrots, cucumbers. Yes. Our other favorite is condado, mainly because I'm obsessed with queso. So Maddie just has to suffer suffer through it and watch me eat a whole, baby, whole bowl of queso. <laughs> solid, solid choices. Definitely would recommend. What are some of your favorite uh, athletic memories or accomplishments during your athletic careers? This is um, but I think my favorite memory during my athletic career is, so after every swim meet, um, we would all get out and on the pool deck, we would all form a circle and sing Carmen Ohio together. Um, and some of my favorite memories are singing Carmen with my teammates um, after the meet because all of our fans and families and everyone in the stands would sing it with us. Um, so it might be really cheesy, but that is probably my favorite memory um, from being a swimmer. So um, that's sweet, McKenna, not mine, but um, I'm just kidding. We, so we went through like a dry spell when I was getting recruited um, Ohio State was in the playoffs NCAA tournament every year and then there was a couple years where we weren't my first four years we didn't go to the tournament and I'll never forget one of my favorite memories we had a big watch party my senior year redshirt senior year and um, finally got back in and that was just the most fun moment in the world like we were all at someone's apartment complex they had a big tv screen set up and we, we were pretty positive we were going to get in, um, and obviously the whole team was there, the coaches were there, and when, like, we saw Ohio State come up, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, we we kind of, the seniors I came in with were like, we, we've got to get Ohio State back on the map, and then they obviously graduated, and I was so fortunate I had another year, and I remember, like, the coaches coming in and hugging us and then being like, okay, we're leaving, so you guys can, like, do what you need to do, and we were like, goodbye, like, we're going to go have fun, and we'll see you in, like, two days, um, but that was, like, my best memory. Those are pretty, uh, pretty awesome memories. Uh, last one to finish up on, what are some, some advice you give to incoming grad students? I would say take advice of all the opportunities that are available. Um, like I said earlier, you have essentially three days a week to get work experience. Um, so take advantage of that. There are a ton 
of opportunities within Columbus. Um, we're very fortunate with Ohio State and our proximity to the city. Um, there are a ton of great organizations, a lot of, you know, pro sport teams, Ohio State, um, high schools, everything like that. So we really have a lot of opportunities surrounding um, Ohio State in the area, so take advantage of them. Yeah, mine just piggybacks off McKenna. This would be what I would tell anyone in any industry or going into anything, but it's just, it's all about the people. Um, and one thing to not forget about your peers. So it's all about the relationships you're going to make, how much you trust them and they trust you. So when you go to the Columbus Clippers, like you should remember their staff, like we still use, um, Cedric was on my um, silent auction committee. He was working with the Clippers and now he helps hire student athletes for us now. So you just never know who um, just treating people well and utilizing everyone. I think not, uh, not forgetting about your peers has been a big thing um, that we've been trying to focus on lately. Well, thank you too so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your time and we know our audience will value hearing from both of you. Uh, and to everyone watching, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sport Management YouTube channel. We'll see you again soon.